Here's the honest truth. If you want to grow your online presence on any social media platform, the hardest part is going to be creating enough content to get noticed and doing it on a consistent basis over a long period of time. Over the years of working in social media marketing, chatting with clients or folks that I've done coaching with, the trend that seems to be present among pretty much every creator or online entrepreneur that I've met with is that they'd like to grow their following online quickly, but they don't have a lot of time to invest in content creation. Does that sound familiar to you? You might be in that situation or have felt that way in the past. And this is the ultimate problem, to be honest, because you need to publish a lot of content over a long period of time to grow. The sheer volume of it is just really, really high. And it takes a lot of time to create content. Or does it? Okay, yes. You know what? I'm not even going to hold on to that dramatic pause for too long because yes, it does take time to make good content, but there are some strategies and processes that you can use to make everything more efficient and just go more smoothly. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing a deep dive into in this episode of Creator Club. I'm going to walk you through the process that we use for content creation here at my media company, Creatorly Media. This is how we create our in-house content for our brand. So we do use modified versions of this process for our clients, depending on what sort of content they're looking for. A lot of our clients might just do Instagram or just a podcast or whatever. And so we modify this batch creation process depending on those circumstances. But this method that I'm gonna teach you today and really go through in depth, covers a bunch of different platforms from Instagram to blogging to YouTube and podcasting and even TikTok and Twitter. We post a lot of new content each week from the Creatorly brand and at the moment I'm pretty much managing this solo since my team is busy working on different client projects. So what I'm about to describe can be done by one person but I'll be honest it is a time commitment probably one and a half to two days a week to get this all done but it's definitely a lot faster than if you were making every piece of content from scratch instead of using the four-step process that I'm about to walk you through. Now, just as a heads up, if the one and a half to two days a week thing sounds intimidating, don't worry. This is a very customizable process that you can modify to fill the amount of time that you have available. So you'll see as I start talking through everything, just how much different content we create. And you can just scale that back to meet the amount of time that you have to do for this in a given week. So keep on listening because I am going to talk you through our content creation and batching process. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. 
get into this week's episode, I have to give a massive shout out to the reviewer of the week. This week's review comes from Aaron, and Aaron titled this review Tactical Advice for Beginners or Experienced Influencers. And Aaron writes, My career as an author continues to be shaped and influenced by the amazing Katie. I love how Katie gives tactical advice on how to develop your brand, know your audience, develop great content, and gain followers. I especially find it useful when Katie talks about spreading yourself to other platforms. Because of her useful advice, I'm now doing reels to feature my products. As a fairly new author, I really appreciate all her expertise. She's also convinced me to start using TikTok to sell books, which is something I'd never thought of before. I can't wait to hear the next episode. Thanks, Katie. And that is from at Erin.Lee.Author on Instagram. Thank you so much, Erin, for your kind words. I really, really appreciate every single review that we get on the Creator Club podcast. And if you listening have not yet left a review, then please go ahead and do that. If you like the show, it really means a lot, helps us grow. Every review and every rating that gets left on the podcast allows us to keep growing and reaching more people and dedicating more time to making this valuable piece of content for you each week. And if you leave your Instagram handle in the review, then I will be more than happy to give you a shout out if your review is chosen for our review of the week. So go ahead, open up Apple Podcasts if you aren't already, head over to the Creator Club show page and leave a five-star rating and a review. And I would really, really appreciate it because it helps us to keep on growing the show. So thanks everybody for listening. And thanks again, Aaron, for your review. Now let's get into it, shall we? As promised in the title of this podcast episode, we're going to talk about content batching. There are many different approaches and methods to content batching. The one that I'm going to share with you today, in my opinion, is most effective for brands or businesses or kind of community pages. It can certainly be modified for a personal brand, but for the sake of full transparency, I wanted to share with you that this is not necessarily the method that I used for batching content for my personal brand. This is a method that I think is super effective for business owners or social media managers looking to get more efficient and to get the most bang for their content buck. It's not necessarily the way to be your most free and creative self. If you kind of get what I'm saying, this is a very structured step-by-step process that we're going to walk through. And this process will ensure that you have a lot of content to share. But if you want to have more creative freedom in your process, then by all means, go ahead, experiment, try other approaches. There's lots out there for you to consider. But today, let's talk about how I create about 30 pieces of content per week and stay somewhat sane, while that might be questionable, (laughs) while doing it. So the first step in this process is deciding on what I call cornerstone content. This is content that is longer form, high value, usually educational or maybe inspirational content for your target audience. This is going to be the biggest time commitment in your content creation process, but it is so worth it to invest in this kind of upfront large piece of content each week because it will allow you to power through the rest of your content creation process and repurpose so much content across so many different platforms. Cornerstone content can live on multiple platforms to begin with. Let me give you an example to make it more clear what I'm talking about here. For Creatorly, our cornerstone content is this podcast episode. It's a little bit meta, right, to be kind of talking about it inside the content itself, but whatever, that's what we do here. 
We also post this as a blog post. So the script that I write for this podcast episode is also published on our blog. It's the exact same content. I mean, you know, I, I throw in little bits here and there for a personal touch, but for the most part, it's the same stuff. So already this makes the content do twice as much work as it would have otherwise. You don't have to do a podcast and write a unique blog post each week. It can be basically the same content. The third part of our cornerstone content is an email newsletter. So each week we send out sort of a short summary of the blog post and podcast, the most important bits, and then we end it with a call to action and links to check out the full content. So it's kind of a way to drive traffic to these pieces of content, but it's also kind of content in and of itself. So already this cornerstone content is working triple duty to reach our audience on different platforms, and we haven't even gotten to the micro content repurposing yet. So before we get there, though, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all the ways that you can take these kind of three pieces of content and multiply them into a ton of different pieces of social content. But before we talk about that, I want to give you a bit more insight into the actual process for creating this cornerstone content and how it actually goes step by step. Cornerstone content step one. I start by writing the script to this podcast. In a previous planning session, which I tend to do like a month or so at a time, I'll have already decided on a title or theme. So normally, you know, at the beginning of each month or quarter, kind of depends how inspired I'm feeling. I'll actually come up with the theme or the title for the blog or podcast for a couple, you know, months in advance. I won't like start writing them yet, but then I sort of have an overarching strategy of the big themes that we're going to be hitting on with our cornerstone content. And this will be based on, you know, questions that we get from y'all or things that our clients have been wondering about or inspired us on. So that's kind of where it all comes from. Or if we're working towards a certain launch or promotion, then obviously we'll be creating content around that as well. So as part of this batching process, I would recommend to you also having a bit of a strategy meeting with yourself every so often, maybe once a month or once a quarter, just to plan out what sort of themes and content pillars you want to be focusing on. For example, over the past like several months, you'll probably have noticed that we've been talking a lot about Instagram on this podcast. That's partially because we get a lot of questions about it and also because we've kind of been working on a new Instagram brand and strategy package that's now on offer on our website. So we want to talk more about Instagram to kind of generate interest there. So that's just one example of how you can plan your topics. But the point is, Plan out your topics in advance so you have this overarching strategy. And then on a week-to-week basis, you can just sit down and start to write because you've already got the assignment. So that's what I do. So I'll sit down. I'll start writing the script. The script is going to be the script that I read from while recording, which I'm doing right now. Again, it's kind of meta. And it's also the copy that I'll use for the blog post and for the email newsletter. Okay, so that's the writing step. Cornerstone content step two. Once I have the script written, it's time to record. I'll sit down and read from my script. Like I said before, sometimes adding in a little extra flair here and there, but for the most part, I have a script for a reason. It's because I want to stay concise and valuable, and I want to make sure that the time that you spend with me here on this podcast is worthwhile. So I plan it out quite uh, down to the detail to make sure that I'm covering everything that I want to share. So that is the recording step. Cornerstone content step three. Once recording is finished, I'll edit the podcast. I'll add in whatever intro, outro, or sponsored messages that I've got planned, and then 
I will export it. Usually while I work on editing this, I'll actually multitask a little bit because I find with podcast editing, honestly, when I am recording, I just talk right through for the most part. There are a few mistakes here and there that I'll have to go back and cut out, but usually it's just kind of listening through it, making sure it all sounds good. So while I am editing, I will work on this next step, which is cornerstone content. Step number four, preparing everything for publishing. While I'm editing the podcast, I'll start formatting the blog post. I'll create a custom graphic header for the blog post and a thumbnail for the podcast episode. Usually like the same thing, just different aspect ratios. At this point, I'll start crafting my email newsletter as well, picking up parts of the blog to quote and writing the call to action, adding in that thumbnail and linking everything up. I'll get everything set up in Squarespace so that once I export the final audio file of the episode, all I have to do is attach it to that podcast widget, and then I can schedule everything. The blog post, the podcast, and the email newsletter will all get scheduled for release at that point. And that's how I create my cornerstone content for the week. In addition to the blog podcast email combo I've got going on, we've also just recently launched a YouTube channel for Creatorly. So you might know I have my own personal YouTube channel and you've probably seen from other videos I've made on there that I'm sort of shifting to a more lifestyle and vlog approach on that channel. So if you've been missing my workshop or tutorial style YouTube videos, that is exactly what you will find on the Creatorly YouTube channel. So highly recommend you go check that out and subscribe. We've just launched it last week and we'll be posting weekly videos there. So after I create that combo of cornerstone content, I will script the video, film it, and edit it as well. Honestly, I've been playing around with the idea of repurposing the podcast episode as a YouTube video as well, but I also feel like the Creatorly channel is not necessarily a podcast channel, and I want to make sure that our content there is really taking advantage of the video format, so using like interesting visuals and making helpful tutorials with screen recordings. So for now, these processes are pretty separate for us, but know that if you don't personally have plans to create other types of YouTube content, then creating a podcast channel is a really good way to broaden the reach of your show. So it definitely is possible to have YouTube be wrapped into that whole cornerstone content process and have it really be a duplicate of your blog and podcast. But just in the way that we are approaching YouTube at this point, doesn't really work that way. So I do it kind of separately. Also, it's important to know you don't need to cover all of these platforms. You can choose whichever feels like it suits not only your skills and your personality, but also where your audience likes to hang out. So different combos might include a YouTube channel and a blog where you write blog posts explaining, you know, walking through your YouTube tutorials in a written format with screenshots. Or you could do a podcast and a blog. Just do what Creatorly has been doing for a while before launching our YouTube channel and just write a script post it as a blog post, record it as a podcast as well. That's a really great combo. Or you can do a YouTube channel and a podcast where you post your podcast on, you know, an audio version and a video version. There's so many different ways that you can combine this to kind of make it work for your brand and your audience. Okay, so we've got the podcast and blog posts complete. We've got the YouTube video scheduled and ready to go and the email newsletter scheduled. So all of our biggest pieces of high value content are ready for distribution. Now it's time for our step two in our overall batch creating process, which is developing our micro content. So just to review, step one was developing our cornerstone content and step two is developing our micro content. 
Once you have all this great long form content to work with, there are countless opportunities to repurpose all of this for social media. Now, it's important to know that when I say repurpose, I don't mean just export shorter clips and post them everywhere. I mean to use the content or the theme of the content to create content made for each individual platform. How many times can I say content? If somebody counts, it has an accurate number and tells me that, I don't know, you're going to win a prize of some kind. <laughs> anyway, this makes the process a lot faster because it means that you're not just starting from scratch with each individual piece that you're making, but it also means that your social content will actually still be meaningful and valuable and not just a big billboard that says, go watch my video or go listen to my podcast. And that's exactly what we want to avoid. And I really want to emphasize that now within this repurposing process, I don't want you to think about this as just copy and pasting smaller parts from your bigger content to post somewhere on social media, because that's not going to be effective for you. You really need to think about how you can use that content to your advantage, but then create something that's worthwhile seeing or consuming just on the platform itself. Because the reality is most people on Instagram, even if you tell them a million times, go listen to my podcast, they will not actually leave the app and go to the podcast app and listen. Because when they come to Instagram, they're in the mood for Instagram. Instagram content. And when they go to the podcast app, that's when they're in the mood for podcast content. So the point is, how can you serve your audience on the platform that you're on right now and not just be desperately trying to get them off that platform? Because chances are you're going to have a really hard time with that. So what does this actually look like in a practical sense? Let's talk about options for micro content. Here are just a few ideas. You can kind of shuffle these around, use them to whatever extent makes sense for you. Um, but this is kind of what I'm talking about. So one is make a graphic carousel highlighting the biggest takeaways from your blog post or podcast. So let's say you make a blog post. It's kind of that typical, you know, five point essay style where you've got a big reason and then a few sub points to each of those five sections. You could make like a five image graphic carousel and go through those big takeaways. You could create a story series highlighting the biggest takeaways from your blog post or podcast. So again, Take those big sections and break them down into a visually interesting way into story slides. You could make a tweet graphic quoting a memorable soundbite from your podcast. So if you say something that is particularly quick and snappy and interesting, just transcribe that, format it like a tweet, and that is going to be a really shareable piece of Instagram content. You could make a meme that references a relatable problem mentioned in your blog post or podcast. So for example, I could find a GIF and some caption that sort of expresses the frustration or how tiring it is to do so much batch content creating, and that would be kind of relevant to this podcast episode. So, you know, use your podcast or your blog or your YouTube video to inspire some type of meme or little like relatable video that you could share. You could share a brand photo with a caption crafted using your main takeaways from your podcast. So it's just another way of formatting it. You can share a photo and then talk through some of those big takeaways from your blog, podcast, or YouTube in the caption. You could create a listicle style reel using the main takeaways from your podcast, blog, or YouTube video. So again, what I mean by a listicle style reel is that classic, like music's playing in the background, you're pointing over your shoulder, you're pointing above your head, you know, dancing around, text is popping up on the screen. That is a really effective form of reel, seems to perform well, and it's really easy to modify to really any subject 
um, or, or different piece of content you want to make. So again, just take those five big takeaways from your blog post, turn them into little bullet point notes that you can put on the screen as you point around. You could create a reel talking to the camera about your most interesting and attention grabbing talking point from your blog post or podcast. So if you had something that was particularly headline worthy or some kind of hook, you could record a reel where you start with that point and then give a little bit more explanation. Again, taking inspiration and content from your podcast, blog post, or YouTube video. So you can see that all these different ideas use your original cornerstone content as the basis to the micro content, but they also provide value in their own right. And that is what is so important to focus on is that you're not just creating this stuff to promote your other content. No, that is not the idea here. You're creating this content for the sake of having content on your social platforms. And we are using your cornerstone content to make this content creation process faster because we are starting with some source content that we can make it out of. So you're not just sitting there thinking, what kind of tweet can I write? Or what kind of meme can I make? You can really use your original cornerstone content as a jumping off point to create that. So remember, you're creating content for the platform you're posting it on. You're not trying to just promote your cornerstone content. Have you ever wondered how the most successful creators on TikTok always seem to jump on the new audios and trends exactly at the right time? Do you ever feel like by the time you finally caught on to a trend, it's too late to make your own content? Well, don't worry creators because there's an app for that. Trend Talk is an app built for creators like you. As soon as you download the app, you'll be able to select your interests, niche, and location, and Trend Talk will get to work sharing the right music for you to use in your TikToks and Reels. You can browse the trending audios in your region and even the audios that are predicted to rise. Let me know if any of these sound familiar to you. <laughs> If they don't, then I can assure you they will soon because they are on the predicted to rise list right now. And if you jump on them soon enough, you might just have a viral hit on your hands. Using an up and coming sound on TikTok is one of the best ways to take advantage of the viral growth that the platform has to offer. If your video is one of the top for any given sound, that will give your profile a massive amount of traffic and therefore more followers. If you want to take advantage of the data and predicting power that Trend Talk has to offer, check it out by searching for Trend Talk in the App Store. That's T-R-E-N-D-T-O-K, Trend Talk. I can't wait to see you go viral on TikTok. Okay, so we've gone through step one, which is developing our cornerstone content. Step two, developing micro content, which I would kind of define as content that uses your cornerstone content as a jumping off point. And now we're moving into step three, which is planning and creating your custom social content. So once you've completed all your micro content creation, you can fill in some of the blanks in your strategy with some custom social content. This might mean making a few more reels or screenshotting some relatable tweets to share. Having a few extra spots in your content calendar allows you to share some more variety and break up your micro content that might start to feel a bit repetitive. So for me, I like to leave spots in our calendar for those extra reels and tweets because I know that they perform really well on Instagram and they'll help us grow. 
but you can leave space in your calendar for whatever type of content makes the most sense for your stage of growth and your audience. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can maybe just be two or three posts a week that you'll fill in. And I would recommend making these posts, you know, some of the more fun, shareable, relatable stuff rather than the stuff that takes you a lot of time to make. This is just so that not every single piece of content you post in a given week is about, you know, the same topic as your blog post, just for a little bit of variety in there. And that brings us to step number four, finally, which is repurposing as many places as possible. Take your content and put it everywhere. By this point in the process, you will have created a ton of unique custom content, but hopefully in a way that kept you inspired and consistent with your mission as a brand. Before we get into the final step, which is where you can get a lot of value out of the work that you've just done and really multiply that return on your investment. I just want to address any concerns that you might have about being too repetitive or even annoying your followers. Have you ever worried that you're annoying your followers with so much content? Trust me, if you use this method, that will not happen. This method prioritizes creating content that provides value and provides value wherever it happens to meet your followers. We're not trying to spam people by telling them to go check out your blog post every single day. We're just trying to bring the value of the blog post to wherever it is that they're hanging out. And remember that the majority of your followers are not seeing every single one of your posts. Almost nobody sees every single one of your posts. So they will not be annoyed if you post content on a similar theme. People will be really happy that they have received this valuable content from you because you went out of your way to make sure that it's accessible wherever they happen to be hanging out online. So I just wanted to address that because a lot of people feel insecure about repurposing content, but no, it is not going to annoy your followers. It's going to provide value to them and it's going to allow you to stay consistent and continue to grow and reach more people. So don't worry about it. Repurposing is very valuable and it's not spammy at all. So don't feel like that. So again, to reiterate, our final step is to repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Everything that you've created so far probably could get posted to another platform that has its own audience. For example, everything that you've posted on Instagram, you can use a platform like Tailwind to share it to Pinterest. The same people who see your stuff on Instagram might be not the same people that see stuff on Pinterest, right? So you can use the same kind of stuff across multiple similar platforms that have slightly different audiences. Your reels can be posted as TikToks and as YouTube shorts. So that's hitting three different platforms that have the exact same kind of format right now. And it allows you to reach different people who use these different platforms depending on their preference. Quotable lines from your blog post can be scheduled and released throughout the week as tweets. A lot of your Instagram content can go on LinkedIn as well. There is a ton of potential to make all of your content go further than you had previously expected if you look for it and take a little bit of extra time to schedule it with the formatting that feels custom to the platform. Make sure that you are not resharing something identically across a bunch of different places. You want to think about what it feels like to be a user on any of these given platforms and make sure that the experience feels consistent with other content that people find there. But overall, that shouldn't take you too long if you've got really great high quality content to pull from to create your social content based on. So it all starts with that cornerstone content, making something high value that you can then break down into lots of different pieces to share across social media throughout the rest of the week. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.